Welcome to Be Brave at Work, a podcast devoted to helping you take the next step in your workplace. Each week, we'll be talking with real people with real stories about things they have not said or done or have said or done in their workplace that required bravery. Let's get started. Hello, Be Brave at Work podcast listeners, and I hope you are doing well. I've said a few times during the production of this podcast that when I first started, if you had told me I would have recorded 269 conversations with business leaders, coaches, consultants, teachers, professors, statisticians, and everyday ordinary people about bravery at work, I would have doubled over in laughter. And I don't mean that literally. I mean I physically would have doubled over in laughter. Yet, as this topic was new for me, I did not know that people who did not feel being brave at work existed so broadly and deeply. So here we are, 269 conversations later, and in keeping with my original objective of hosting Be Brave at Work for three years, we are on the cusp of saying so long. I've learned a lot about bravery at work in all of my conversations, and as a parting gift to you, my loyal listener, I want to leave you with six things I've learned from so many of my guests over the past three years. I've learned a lot about why we are not brave at work, and ideas on how we can step into bravery more successfully, and yet do it in a way that is impactful and meaningful to the person that you're speaking with. And so here are the top six. Grab a pencil and a sheet of paper. And by the way, I will be brief. Learning number one, no one cares more about you than you. Not your spouse or significant other, not your parents, not your children. If you are being adversely affected by the behavior of another person, you need to do something about it. Most resources would tell you to be the first to share your feelings with the other person to see if this stops that behavior. And if it is something that is not illegal, that's always a great place to start. And in most cases, it will work. If it doesn't, then perhaps you need to take it to the next level. Regardless, no one cares more about you than you. Learning number two, you need to have positive relationships with colleagues at work before you can effectively be brave with them. A colleague with whom you have a positive relationship is more likely to listen to you than a colleague with whom you have had little or no relationship with. If you are avoiding an observation or feedback for a colleague, you should first ask yourself, on a scale of one to six, where would I put this relationship? If it is four or lower, you have a little work to do before you can be brave and say something that might be hard to say or hard for them to hear. If it's a five or six, you might be ready to go. Learning number three, you must create the impression that your feedback is designed to help them, not judge them, not belittle them, not laugh at them, and not put them down. I am way more likely to listen to someone who is trying to help me than harm me. In most organizations, some people are herders and some people are helpers. Be a helper by saying something that is hard to say or maybe hard to hear. Learning number four. You must always converse with a colleague respectfully and professionally. People will listen to you more if you are speaking with them as an equal and with respect. I will not listen to you if I feel you are speaking to me disrespectfully or attempting to hit me across the head with a two-by-four. The old saying, you get further with honey than vinegar, sticks for a reason, and that's because it is true. Learning number five, you must demonstrate or practice demonstrating empathy. If you start the conversation as if you have the right answer, your likelihood of progress will be limited. No one wants to hear only what you think. 
be curious, listen, be curious again, listen more, and make multiple suggestions to help you and your colleague pick the solution that works best for them, not just the solution that you believe is the right way to go. And finally, learning number six. You must be in an organization that supports a culture where bravery is articulated and expected. If you do work in such an organization, embrace it and role model it every day. If you don't, get bravery-based behavior included. If no one wants it included at your organization, that should tell you something about them, and it may be time to move on. So that's it. No one cares more about you than you. Have great relationships. Help your colleague be successful. Chat respectfully and professionally. Demonstrate empathy. And ensure being brave everywhere in your organization exists, not just with you. I hope these six learnings, as well as all of the ideas available in the Be Brave at Work podcast, can help you be brave at work. And by the way, all of these podcasts can be found at BeBraveAtWork.com. I'd also like to take a moment to thank our podcast sponsor, Cabot Risk Strategies, who are based in Woburn, Massachusetts, and their dedication for being a podcast sponsor and supporter for the last two and a half years. Cabot's mission is to amaze its clients by relentlessly delivering the leading specialized insurance, employee benefits, and risk management solutions that become essential to protecting and enhancing their clients' work and personal lives. You can find them at cabotrisk.com or reach out to them at 800-222-5963. Thank you, Cabot, for all of your help and support. I would also like to thank two of my critical team members who have helped me bring Be Brave at Work to your AirPods. Sharon Towsley, president and owner of Podcast Prowess, whose wonderful and flexible skills help shape all of our conversations so you could benefit from any lessons we shared. You can find Sharon on LinkedIn, and her last name is spelled T-O-U-S-L-E-Y, Sharon Towsley. And Dylan Sellers, for all of his help scheduling dozens of needy guests for very specific podcast recording times. If there is one job on earth I would not want to be is a podcast scheduler. It. it is not easy. And I could not have done any of this work without Sharon and Dylan. Lastly, I have written two books, Raise Your Visibility and Value, Uncover the Lost Art of Connecting on the Job, and Drive Your Career, Nine High-Impact Ways to Take Responsibility for Your Own Success. And I would ask you to please be on the lookout for my third book, Be Brave at Work, being published in the fall of 2023. In this book, I share dozens of ideas that were shared by my podcast guests, and of course, all of those ideas and comments are fully credited to them as well as new ideas on how to help you be brave at work. Thank you, listeners, for being loyal to our podcast, and I hope you learned one or two ways you can increase the likelihood for saying something that is hard to say or something that may be hard to hear. Thanks again, listeners, and have a great week.